Hey, what's going on? It's McCabe. I'm Jenny. And they're actually letting us do a podcast? Yeah, because not everyone can listen every day from 2 to 7 in the afternoon. I get it. But that means you're going to take out all the bad stuff I say, right? <laughs> yeah, we took out all the bad stuff and combined some of our favorite moments for you and put them right here on a podcast. Okay, let's check it out. So here's what you missed. On the Afternoon Mix podcast. Karma caught up with you last night. Yeah, I don't know if you remember <laughs> this, McCabe, but... There was like a few weeks ago, maybe it was like longer than that, that we had a debate during who's the bubble head. Yeah. And I think it's always the person's responsibility who's doing the laundry to check all the pockets. Because remember, Aaron, my husband, washed some of my laundry for me and there was chocolate in my pockets. He never checked them and chocolate got everywhere. Well, I told him, like, if you're going to do my laundry, that's awesome, but you should check the pockets. And he didn't. He blamed it on me. He said, you should check the pockets before you throw Why? your pants First in the First off, well, I'm with Aaron. Why are you not checking your pockets? If you know you're about to put on whatever dress that has pockets in it, shouldn't you take <laughs> everything out? Sometimes you're tired at the end of the day, or maybe you're a little drunk because you had some wine at dinner. <laughs> so I put my jeans into the hamper. Sure enough, he did the laundry. And guess what he washed and dried? I'm going to get, hold on. Uh, it, it's got to be uh, lipstick. No. Um. Okay. Uh, Not chocolate again. Not chocolate. It was my wedding ring. What? Jenny freaked out on me and was like, "You are so lucky. I just found this in the dryer. It went through the washer and the dryer, and it's not destroyed." But I'm like, "Well, you should have checked the pockets." And he's like, "You should have checked the pockets." This was like real wedding ring, not the not the rubber one. Wedding ring, not my silicone one. The real diamond one made it through the washer and dryer. Imagine how clean that is now. It's McCabe and Jenny with the all-new Afternoon Mix. And you might be wondering why this is called Who's the Bobo Head? Because they wouldn't approve Who's the m- Who's the Bobo Head? Who's the Bobo Head? One of the things that I, when I do open my email, which is very rare, is I like seeing when they, there's the reply all, oh and someone actually does the whole reply all to everybody. Yeah, I actually, <laughs> like, that to me, and you do it, I'm like... You are doing that to either show your bosses that you're working or you're trying to impress someone. And I'm like, why do you have to show everyone? Like, can't you reply directly to the person who sent the email? I don't understand the reply all. No, when I see that there's like, plus 30 other people on an email and it's something about the company, I love to chime in and be like, everybody, you're doing a great job. Uh, Thank you for that. And uh, Uh I I can't wait for us to do great in the future. Yeah, for someone who doesn't even (laughs) read the email to begin with, but you're going to reply all to make it seem like you read it and did the work. That's right. And then you're going to suck up to everybody like, yes, go team. Because when I go down the hallways, they're like, hey, McCabe, great interaction there. That was good. That was great interaction. All right. No, that's why I think you're a big bobo head. I'm like, nothing is worse than the reply all people. And I I mean, there's got to be someone on my side about that. So tell McCabe he's the bobo head. I like to do that because you know what? It shows upper management that, hey, you're paying attention. You give some encouraging comments in there and it's a good look. Which is so funny for someone who doesn't actually read the email like yourself. I think you're just doing it to <laughs> earn brownie points from management because you're like, oh, look at me, everybody. I'm participating and I'm blowing up other people's emails. There's nothing I love more. Carrie, tell me you agree with me. I am with you. Jenny, you are the bobo head. What? Thank you. Hi, Carrie. So I'm on a reply all a lot because I'm an office manager. And they want to make sure that my employees are doing their job. 
So if they just reply to the recipient, the person that sent it, I don't know if it's taken care of. That's why you reply all. Oh, that totally makes sense for an office manager. But McCabe, it's usually like a... Look, I do it to show (laughs) that like, hey, I saw the email. I think you're all doing a great job. Let's keep it up. All right. (laughs) I agree. It's it's also good to give encouragement. So, Jenny, you're the bubble head. Harry, do you think it makes yourself look better when you reply all to the whole company? No, you don't need to hit reply all all the time. All that does is clog up people's emails and everybody goes, what a brown note. (laughs) I want to show people, I want them to think that I'm actually paying attention and doing some sort of work. When you reply all, everyone's like, oh man, why is McCabe replying? He must be important. You're trying to create the illusion that you actually care. Right. Yeah, and I'm saying like to have an email notification every five minutes, that's annoying. It is. That's very annoying. I'm usually sitting at a bar and I'm like, all right, reply (laughs) all. Great job, everybody. (laughs) No way. McCabe, you are the bobo head. <laughs> Who's the bobo head, Matt? What do you think? We should be we should be responding individually to email. Thank you. But if they're gonna put it out there, the bosses, you know, if my boss is like, all right, we'll put it out to the entire company, then I'm gonna reply all to show everyone like, hey, I'm paying attention. I agree, doing a great job. Maybe rarely it might be kind of acceptable if you read the email. Yeah, McCabe. And I also <laughs> think that all you're doing is just trying to suck up and look good in front of your boss. I'm just supporting everybody, <laughs> just supporting the staff. I think McCabe is the bobo head. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Stacy? How do you feel about people who reply all? I have listened to you guys all day because I took a vacation day. And I have to say that I don't mind it, but it is annoying because then I think that, you know, you just want to show off. <laughs> yes, exactly. Look, I'm not lying about it. That's exactly what I want to do. I don't really care what it, the email is about, but when I see it's reply all, I'm like, okay, great job, everybody. (laughs) Right. Right. And then when so many people do it, you're like, well, now I have to do it or I'm the only one who didn't. That's right. See, look at that peer pressure. (laughs) I have to admit, one of my last jobs, um, I was a hotel manager and one with our company had gotten sent out. And like, I don't know, within about... I don't know, 20 minutes, I had 300 reply all emails that came through. And I'm like, oh my God, will you guys stop? (laughs) McCabe, you're a bobo head. It was like recently someone had a baby. There was a company like staff thing that went out and everybody replied all congratulations. I'm like, you can just reply to the baby mama. You don't need nope, to No, I say you keep doing it because I, I just love when Jenny's over there and just or you can hear her growling about like uh, another one just came through. Oh, bing, I got to delete bing. another one. <laughs> Preston, what are your thoughts? I think it's funny that, that he likes to reply all when he doesn't always read the email. <laughs> well, no, I mean, I can see at the top of it if it's like, hey, everybody, our quarterly numbers are up. I'm like, great job. I don't even know what that means, but okay. <laughs> I guess it depends. It's situational. You know, if it's, you know, an informative email, does it reply? Like, if you have something worth saying, you know, and, and everyone else would benefit from reading your email, you know, yeah, it reply all. It's going way too far. Nah. I'm not going to write some long inspirational thing. <laughs> no, I just cause... do the reply all and say, great job, No, team. McCabe doesn't have anything worth clogging people's inboxes up for. <laughs> I think Jenny's the bubble head. Hey, it's McCabe. Hey, it's Jenny. And we're... Asking for a friend. Ask anything you want. We keep it anonymous. It doesn't matter. Anything works. It's Asking for a Friend with McCabe and Jenny. Someone asked, asking for a friend, what's the grossest thing you found under your couch cushion? Oh, man. Uh, Ew, do we want to know, McCabe? You know, so um, I, I never have had, like, brand new furniture. I feel like I've always... 
you know, like had used furniture, had used furniture. Cause I feel like I moved into a place. I didn't have a proper couch. Then I knew someone who had a couch. So I would take their couch. And one of the last couches I had was from a former boss. Um, he had it for years in his office and he was getting rid of it. So I'm like, Hey, Oh, ew. I could, yeah. First you know have, have been in that couch. Oh like- my gosh. So <laughs> my, but I, I thought it was cool because I figured like a lot of artists, like musicians sat on it and I'm like, this is going to be so cool to have mm-hmm. in my place. Um, I had that couch for over 10, 11 years. And at that, I mean, if you were one of the, my friends, that like fell asleep face down, I would be afraid that you're going to get some sort of like infection. That is so disgusting. I, look, I'm being honest. Like I, I'm just <laughs> yeah. saying, like you never want to sleep face down on that couch. <laughs> and when you did like pull up the uh, the cushions, I mean, there'd be like the nasty feathers, all that kind of stuff. But there were times I found uh, full slices of pizza. Uh, kind of, and it was like shoved, it was shoved in to like the side. You know, when you really get your hands in the side <laughs> of the couch in there, I'm like, who is putting full, you know, pieces? It was pieces. probably you and you forgot. I may After have. Night I'm out. like, you know what? This is going to be great <laughs> later. I'm going to have a little slice of pepperoni here. Oh and it keep it nice and warm. Um, so, I mean, I would find things like that. Of course, I mean, there were rappers, you know, certain rappers that were found. Oh, in the- no. I, know, I know. But look, I had friends stay at my house. So, also, whatever they were doing in there, I don't know. You, It was like a, you just. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Find things and be like, wow, what happened here when I was gone? I will never. First of all, I'm never going to step foot inside your apartment. But if I have to, for some reason, I'm not sitting on your furniture. Okay, That's first so off, gross. that the couch is gone. It is gone. But <laughs> it, it, I'm pretty sure the couch I have now is pretty clean. But I mean, it, I, mm-hmm. I just think it's fun to go to people's places. And when they're not looking, like look under their couch cushions. And I went when I was at your place, you have nothing like you have the you have the most boring couch. <laughs> Why would I? I like every once in a while when we're deep cleaning, go through and vacuum underneath. And like the most I ever find is dog toys that my dog hides in. There. Like I was hoping to find some money, some change, yeah. something. But yeah, your your couches are super clean. Well, can you beat a slice of pizza? What's the grossest thing you found under your couch cushion? How about you, Ryan? Uh, you know, the nastiest thing I've ever honestly found. Luckily, it wasn't used, but it was open. I think you know where I'm going with this. Oh. Um, but it so it was an yeah. open wrapper of some sort. So kind of like a captain's hat. Like... <laughs> In the cushion, like underneath, because I was like grabbing for, you know, like remote fell. So I was trying to find a remote and I pulled out. But luckily it wasn't you, but it's still, you know, it was lubricated. I mean, someone yeah. was almost there. <laughs> or they were wrapping a present. <laughs> oh my gosh. I mean, if you think about it, okay, if you're sitting on your couch, Jenny. Yeah. All right. Or maybe someone else's couch, maybe not your couch. Yeah. I would you, faint. And you were going for the remote, because I feel like that's a genuine reaction when you can't find it, especially. Mm-hmm. And then you start to feel something. Would you rather be a slice of pizza? Pizza or what? Ryan a captain's just, hat. A captain's hat. What oh, would, what pizza would you... for sure. Are you kidding? 
Oh my gosh. At least the pizza might be stale enough and dry enough to where it's not like as disgusting. I mean, look. The other it one's was, like a wet. <laughs> yeah, but it's like it, if it was halfway open, there, it wasn't used for anything. It was I just. Don't hair. I'm curious, like I want to know like what what's the story is behind that like you, they, they were I just think like, there's so much so many questions like it's halfway open like <laughs> you what? are way too interested I, in that I, I'm gonna have to call that guy back I'm gonna have to find out no I think it just fell out of a pocket okay it just fell <laughs> sure. out no, maybe it wasn't used the afternoon mix deal breaker drama Jenny you found this uh, some article yeah sometimes one? an article will inspire the deal breaker drama and this one says my hinge date was going so well. But then he asked to pop my pimple. The girl the girl said she recalled how the man stared into her eyes and made her believe she was getting a compliment. But then he asked, can I pop that? Wow. <laughs> I'd be that, so embarrassed. Really? Yes. I mean, Are you okay, kidding? okay, okay. If, if you had a pimple on your face and you were on a date, let's say a first date, and you didn't know it was there, first off, would you want someone to tell you? Because I remember you got no, mad. No, you know when you a got, pimple is on your face. You got mad at me when we all went to di- dinner with like some coworkers and you had like seaweed or something in your mouth. Yeah, and, and you didn't tell me that. No, it was in my teeth. In your and teeth. you didn't tell me because you're my coworker and friend. When I'm on a date with a stranger and I'm meeting them for the first time, obviously I know I've got a pimple on my head. I'm trying to cover it. And you pointing it out is just look. Okay, for one, well, look, I have had, I, I have gone through my pimple days. I'm sure I still get them every once in a while. Okay. I've had them in like right, you know, I look like Rudolph, right on the nose, everything. But I mean, when there is, a pimple staring at you. <laughs> if I'm if I'm trying to have the conversation with you, and all I can do is think about, oh my gosh, that pimple, and especially if it's red, well, that's shallow of you. You should be no. listening to what that woman has to say and not be what? staring you at s- her flaw. Okay, I, it's not your flaw, but if I'm staring at your pimple, you know how you sound. I can't understand. I'm like, oh my gosh. I, I think like, wouldn't you take that as this guy is being super cool? He cares, no. he cares about you. Like I'm he, thinking this guy's distracted by something that I can't help, and he's not <laughs> hearing what I'm saying. Deal breaker, but what do you think? Someone points out a pimple on your first date and then asks to pop it. Do you think that means that the guy is super comfortable around you and you admire that, or is that way too much? Yes, that's super comfortable. Come on, you're out at a restaurant. You're going <laughs> to no. do that? Yeah, that's another problem. You're eating. No, if I'm on a first date with someone and they ask to pop my pimple, I'm going, oh my God, you're my soulmate. Yeah, what? I'm a popper through and through. Um, and I've been with my boyfriend for a little over a year now, and it is very natural for us to be watching Netflix. The show is going, and I'm like, I'm bored. And he's like, Do you want? Do you want to pop? And I'm like, Yes. What? So he takes off his shirt. You're watching Netflix, and then yeah. does he have like some pimples on his back area? Yeah, which hey is natural. You but guys have pimple-popping date nights? Yes. <laughs> pimple-popping parties. It's not date nights. It's every night. It is. This is what's happening tonight. We're going to watch a show. and we're. Jenny, this <laughs> is what your Friday night needs oh, to be. A pimple-popper fri- party. Okay, so not a deal-breaker for everybody. <laughs> no, not for that. That's a plus. That's my dream guy. <laughs> I think uh, this weekend you have your plans set. Oh, no, absolutely no, not. Not going to get into that? <laughs> if Aaron ever asked me to go through his back and pop all those, I'm like, absolutely not. I remember I had, a, I had a guy friend in high school, and he would he would come up to everybody and be like, "You want me to get that? You want me to get that?" And oh, he would, he would man. take it was like his he, he loved it, especially on a first date. Like I'm already trying to use concealer to cover that up so no one's noticing on my date. Like I'm insecure about it, and someone's gonna be like, "Hey, nice Appalachian mountain." <laughs> well, that's, like, <laughs> is that Mount Everest on your forehead? Okay. Would that be a deal breaker, Marsha? Who does this guy think he 
is, Dr. Pimple Popper? I know. Isn't it disgusting? Well, that, first off, is a great show. It's very educational. And he's just trying to help out on their first date. I think it shows how comfortable he is to be with her. No, he's pointing out a flaw. See, I don't see it as a flaw. If you had, you know, a, a, a boogie in your nose <laughs> and I gave you a Kleenex, kind of the same thing. I'm Not just helping really. you out. What you're doing is just making them uncomfortable because they probably don't want you talking about their pimple. I'm not. Look, I'm not making them uncomfortable. This guy wants to pop it. He wants to help. <laughs> now, would that be a deal breaker for you? No, I would not pop it. That would just like make me uncomfortable asking them that. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And like, what if somebody asked to pop your pimple? How would you react? I would be like, the state's over. <laughs> I would welcome it. I'd be like, really? Yeah, go for it. Because they could probably get better angles on it than I can because they can see it. They can get like their nails right in there. Oh my gosh. Oh, my, my ex-girlfriend did that. She would used to pop my pimples. We would wake up and then she'd try to start popping my pimples. I let her do it sometimes, but it was just, it got to the point where I just like had to stop. Like you're in a, a deep sleep and you just wake up and you're like, hey, what's on my shoulder? Oh, she's yeah, yeah, popping exactly. my pimples again. <laughs> Okay, but how long into dating her did you allow that to happen? Like, it wasn't the first date or anything. No, like you... no, it was like a couple years. See, a couple years, McCabe, not the first date. How about you, Kelly? Would you be cool with someone on a first date asking to pop your pimple? <laughs> that would be weird. <laughs> but look, he's, he's looking out for you. He sees it. It's looking at him. No. <laughs> that would be so weird. Yeah, would you, like, finish the date out, or would you try to leave right then and there? I think I'd fake it a sickness. <laughs> <laughs> All of a sudden, I'm feeling like I got food poisoning. Gotta go. Yeah. <laughs> it's McCabe and Jenny in the afternoon mix. Hi, who's this? Stacy. Stacy, are you familiar with Trends in 10? No. Well, we're going to give you a trending topic, ask you to name 10 things in 10 seconds within that topic, oh. and when you do so, you are getting our four-pack of tickets for the Renaissance Fair. Okay, I'll do my best. Okay, so I don't know if you have any plans um, to go to this movie, but Disney's The Haunted Mansion is now playing in theaters. I did see a preview for it when I went to the Barbie movie. It looks cute. I mean, is that something you might be interested in, Stacey? Um, maybe I haven't watched the first one. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's about a single mom named Gabby, and she hires a tour guide, a psychic, a priest, and a historian to help exercise her newly bought mansion after discovering that there's ghosts in it. So, Stacey, I would like to know, um, since you're interested in going to the Bristol Renaissance Fair, can you name 10 things you might see at the Renaissance Fair in 10 seconds? Okay, ready? All right. We'll give you a countdown in three, three two, two, one, go! Swords, fairies, um... Oh. Think food! Um... Food. Oh, um, turkey legs. Time! Oh, no, Stacy, we got two of you. <laughs> but you know what, Stacy? You really want to go, so we're going to hook you up with a pair of tickets to the Renaissance Fair. Oh, that's awesome. Enjoy. Yeah, it's going to be a good time. Uh, remember to say huzzah when you get there inside the Renaissance Fair. And next week, we're also going to have more tickets for the Renaissance Fair as well. Yeah, 5.05 all week long. And just so you know, there will be some delicious food. Like, just prepare so to have some cash because that's like... <laughs> where it's at. I, yeah, I love the food there. It's going to be a good time. Um, so if you go this weekend, uh, let us know how it is. But also this weekend, you talked uh, Haunted Mansion. I'm pretty sure, I'm 90% sure this isn't like a part two. Oh, it's or, not? No, because okay, well, 
I, it's the, like Hotel Transylvania is what it well, no, looks the, like. Because there's there's uh, the one with Eddie Murphy. Oh. There was already a Haunted Mansion, which is based on like the ride at Disneyland. Oh. And so this is, so they did the, I think that one was from like 2002 or 2003, which it didn't get like the best reviews. Okay. So I'm curious. I think this is, it's like a standalone and you can text in if you know the answer to this, uh, but I think it's just a standalone movie of the Haunted Mansion. It's so not funny like, how much you know about a Disney movie because you make fun of me all the time when I talk about uh, my Disney movies. Yes, but these are like real life movies oh, or whatever. You oh. have like all the cartoon ones, <laughs> I whatever. I the Disney Channel growing up, but okay. <laughs> okay, look, my Disney Channel growing up had like the Mickey Mouse Club, all that kind of stuff. Okay, Kids Incorporated. Oh man, you're missing out. Double teamed and luck <laughs> nope. of the Irish. I'm and- so glad I missed all those. <laughs> All right, thank you for joining us for the Afternoon Mix podcast. And feel free to give us a five-star rating. (laughs) Come on, McCabe, you can't tell them five stars, but we would love that. And while you're at it, we would appreciate a review and maybe even a like and a follow. Yeah, you can follow us on socials at 1019MixChicago. We've also got our personal ones. That's right, you can give me a follow at McCabe on air. I'm at Jenny V on air. And also get the free Mix app. It's super easy. It's in the Apple App Store or Google Play. Yeah, until then, if you like what you heard today, we are always live 2 to 7 in the afternoon on weekdays on 101.9 The Mix. Wait, we're on at 2?